Welcome back to episode 17 of Car Party. Oh, okay. <laughs> 17. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're back. We took a little week off last week. Uh, I was super busy with work, so it was Kyle. We're working boys in December. It should be a crime. Everyone should just stop working December You think 1st. December we should just get it off? Everyone should? Yeah. Yeah, after Thanksgiving, like, no one's thinking correctly. That's They're so just fair. like, oh, cool. I can't wait for not to work again that's so <laughs> incredibly true can't see you see you next yeah. year bye that yeah, sucks so we're busy boys but we uh you know the world the world dropped some tunes recently and we had to uh you know pull ourselves together and get another pod in there so that's what we're doing um but you know next time we don't have a pod go to our backlog start from the newest episodes and just work backwards music doesn't expire Facts. you can listen to whatever you want our jokes don't expire we're funny all the time so yeah uh this week we're just doing the same damn thing we got some new music we've got the throwbacks with the letter p it's p right i didn't fuck that up oh shit no yeah it's p it's p yeah you didn't get me Uh, Ah. Ah, i thought i had you (laughs) we're making a playlist like we do in the episode description to follow along on spotify follow us on instagram at car party pod and uh, go listen to our hits playlist off our uh, Spotify. You can just type in Car Party Playlists. It should be Car Party The Hits, right? That one's called? Yep. Maybe. Sounds um, right. Sweet. You made it. So go subscribe on Apple and Spotify. Do the damn thing. Um, Kyle, how you doing? I'm good, I Ben. I haven't seen your face in two weeks. Yeah. I got in a... I didn't get in a car accident, but <laughs> I... Uh, I mean, how are you? Oh, I didn't get in the car accident. Great. <laughs> but I did <laughs> have a, I did have a deer jump out in front of my car a week ago. That was fun. Oh shit. So that's all. I don't, a, I don't, I don't feel that's the, quite the two weeks. Yes. Yeah. You know, your go-to story. <laughs> I, don't I don't feel really the, have, uh, I don't feel the need to actually, I did, nah, I have so many random stories of like bad things that have happened, but we're here for good things. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, if you can fit it into the rest of the pod, maybe yeah. you should listen to some of your bad stories. Uh, speaking of just great stories, Kid Cudi, mm. our boy, came out with his third installment of Man on the Moon, Man on the Moon 3, The Chosen, and it's mm. as epic as... Now, mm. wow, uh, Can we get sued for that riff? Uh, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, it's all love. And it was it was just as epic as the title sounds. Hell I, yeah. It was everything I could have ever asked for. It was Kid Cudi plus the new kind of trap sound. Yep. Like half the time it sounded like Migos was in the background, like, it's lit. Or like Travis Scott sounded like he was on, like touching this album places. It was exactly and, what I wanted from a 2020 Kid Cudi album. Yes. Straight up. And it's that introspective Kid mm-hmm. Cudi. He just like felt like he was coddling you like a little baby. Yeah. Just the, this is, I think, the first album I can think of in a very long time that. I didn't really plan to do this, but I listened to it the night it came out, so like 11 o'clock here, and I listened to it front to back, and then I did it again. I went to bed at 2 a.m., because when it finished, I was like, fuck. (laughs) I I think I really liked that, and I was just like writing notes, over, probably over-exaggerating, wondering like, am I crazy? Was it that good? So I'm curious if you're you're that high on it as I was. I think I'm – I pulled myself in a little bit more than you, it seems. Yeah. But I, this is this is the number one. This is the first time I felt like a podcaster because everybody was like, "Hey, like, what's up with Man of the Moon three? Did you what did you think? Are you gonna talk about it on the pod?" And I was just like, "Oh, yeah. damn! Like, you guys actually listen to my pod? Thank you." Um, so yeah, I told a lot of people that I would reserve. I'd be like, "Oh, just like listen to the podcast next week. You'll get my thoughts on it." But I told them like, 
mainly that I felt positive. So this was my experience with it. The first time through, I just listened, right? I didn't take any notes. I didn't think about it at all. I was just like, put this on pure vibes. Where am I at afterwards? Um, at the very end of that listen through, I was like, okay, I really, really love that, but I couldn't pick out particular songs that I thought were better than others. So Mm -hmm. my first reaction was like, great album, loved it, but that makes me worried. Went went back through, found a couple of my favorites and I was like, oh, okay. Like now, now things are starting to stand out to me. I have my moments on the album. So I think for my overall perspective, it's not as good as man on the moon one or two, in my opinion, which is, I mean, that's it's very hard to compare to man on the moon one and two. I think they're arguably his best albums and in the most, some of the best albums in hip hop, especially from that generation of music. So, um, I don't think it's better than them. I think it is as good as man on the moon one and uh, like slightly worse in my opinion than man on the moon two. Um, that's just my perspective. And I think that overall, I love this album. I will listen to this album over and over and over and over again. My one critique is, I don't think I have any of those big, huge takeaway moments like I did on the other Man on the Moons. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. And I think I have, I have different experiences with them because I don't think I came into Man on the Moon one or two with any like hype. It didn't sure. have any like I'm oh, looking boy, forward sure. to this or you know anything like that. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I'll say about this album when you were saying like first listen through, I kind of did a similar thing. I was just kind of listening to it straight up. There was a few songs that I was like, damn, this is going to like be huge. People are going to love this song. It's going to work for a lot of people, even like not Kid Cudi people, even not hip hop people. You're just going to hear this in bars. You're going to hear this everywhere. Then there were some songs that I was like, you know what? I really like this song. It kind of has like, it's just like getting me in my feels. I feel like Kid Cudi's just like coddling me in like a hectic year and making me feel like everything's going to, be fine and everything's gonna be better and then i also had moments where i was like this isn't a song i'm gonna play on its own but i think it like bridges a nice gap and i don't want to skip it right and the fact that like i've now listened to it through four times and i've never wanted to skip a song Mm -hmm. even though some are better than others sure i listened first through i knew tequila shots was a banger the banger yeah show out banger with pop smoke and she knows this banger yeah like so first I think, time through. Let me let me correct what I had said. Also, first of all, I just realized like in listening back to what I had just said that I mixed up what I meant to say. So it's as good <laughs> as number two as Man on the Moon Two, not as good as Man on the Moon One. Yeah, I think I think I flipped those. Yeah, you did, did I flip those? Because you were giving me a look, and I was like, why is he giving me a look? Like this is, a, I feel like this isn't that hot of a take, but I'm pretty sure I flipped them. See, I think that's my. I like two better than one, I think, and that's a hot take for me. So I was kind of surprised that we agreed. But yeah, I, think I like don't. I think I like one better. One is yeah. I just hold on. Yeah, I like one better. So, um, <laughs> so, so now let, let's rehash my my overall take. It is as good as Man on the Moon two, in my opinion, not as good as Man on the, the Moon one. However, what you just said makes a lot of sense, and I think it is. It it might arguably be the most cohesive out of all three of them from an album perspective. Yeah, but it doesn't have those huge moments for me like Man on the Moon, Moon one because like just like. Take, take this into consideration. Man of the Moon 1 had Soundtrack to My Life, Solo Dolo, Day and Night, Sky Might Fall, Intergalactic, Cuddy Zone, Pursuit of Happiness, Up, Up, and Away. Like, and Maker Say. And Maker Say. a huge radio hit. And Maker Say. Yeah. Like, that's a lot to compete with in terms of, like, pure bangers. That doesn't necessarily mean that that album is more cohesive than Man of the Moon 3. Yeah. Yeah. I think just, like, there's something about 
this album that just sounded like someone that like cared about his fans mm-hmm. and just like, I know he's always kind of been like that, but just, it just kind of hit home more. We've been listening to more music now. And like, it was just something like, damn, this dude is speaking to me. And yeah. he's just like literally telling me things are, I've been through some shit. You've been through some shit. Things get better. I've done it in my own life. Like in the past 15, 10 years, you know, it has, it's like separated into acts. And like, I almost feel like that third act is called Heart of Rose Gold, and it just feels different. It starts with sad people, and it's just like, damn, we are just speaking straight from the heart right now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm not even really comparing it to the other two. I'm just kind of taking it with what it is. And no, that's fair. I just think anytime you staple the name Man of the Moon on it, it, you kind of have to. So Yeah. I definitely don't think it disappointed. No. And that's kind of why whenever we do podcasts, I – Music I know, think I know a lot about, and I have a passionate opinion on. I don't look at anything else so that I can just like keep my opinion clear while I spit it out on the pod, and then right after I go look at other people's because I don't like that getting like in my head. Yeah. And I think I'm gonna overrate it a little more than other people, but I think most people are gonna think this is just he nailed it. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think he did nail it in terms of this is what people wanted, right? Yeah. So it's like it, this wasn't like genre pushing for him this wasn't his most revolutionary work but it was like people who love kid cuddy are gonna love this album it just is a great kid cuddy album i think he did a little bit more than that because his second album doesn't sound like anything you can play in a club and like the fact he was able to take some of like the current trap sound and like have bangers with like pop smoke on it and like make it sound believable in the same album that he has Phoebe Bridgers, who's like a indie, like completely different sound album and mesh that all together. I think that's why the album is so good for me. Hot Not take saying you're, uh, you're going to hate this, but you can listen to this album because I tested it. So I, I stand by this take that I'm about to have. You can listen to this album from track one to the end of the album or on shuffle and it will have the same effect on you. Interesting. Yeah. Try it. Interesting. Because I know I think, you and I both are very much people that stand by listening to an album from one to end. But I was like, I was very curious because this album has very similar sounds in certain places. And I was like, if I shuffle this, will I like it less? And I tried it and I did not like it less. Interesting. Yeah. And like, it'll go down certain paths, like for two or three songs, but then it kind of comes back to where it was before. It's not like a full departure from one sound no, to another yeah. from like each section and things. But yeah, I think we've kind right. of yeah we're nerding out at this point, and people are people are like people are like we get it. It's if there's anything we're fucking nerd out about, it's about this. So. Yeah, true. All right, moving on to probably the biggest release of the week, but not always in our book because we're not huge Taylor Swift people. So she came out with a kind of second surprise album. She's a big fan of those now, I guess. Uh, following up Folklore, kind of the same thing. Basically, I was actually excited. I kind of gave the first one a little bit of crap for different reasons, but. Her, her Instagram was like, yo, I, my plan was like to move on, just do what I normally do, have an era, have an album and be like, cool, what's next? What are we doing next? And she was like, but something like drew me to this sound, to this, like the people I was making it with. And I just like wanted to keep going. I wanted to go deeper into this same sound of this same kind of vibe. And so that excited me before I listened to it. And in general, I think this is a better album for me because it's not so much of, 
production and things that I've heard before. It sounds like the mesh of I'm working with someone, they're inspiring me, I'm inspiring them, and together we're making, you know, a nice cohesive project. Um, it's still, in parts, it's boring because I'm not a lover of Taylor Swift lyrics. I probably like Taylor Swift bangers more than anything else, but I think it's an improvement. And in my mind, I know everyone kind of has their different opinions about folklore versus Evermore. Folklore kind of sounds like the garage session of just like, we're just kind of trying things out. They're probably sending music to each other virtually because they're not able to be next to each other in March and in April. And then this one is like the, okay, we sat down, we grinded out different ideas here and it's kind of a more cohesive project. I know everyone's going to have their own opinions about which one's better and which one's worse, but that's kind of what my first opinion of it was. So, Didn't listen to it. I didn't think you would have. <laughs> Dude, I'm I, I I'm past the point of considering Taylor Swift for my own listening pleasures. So I'm I and I, I thought it would almost do a disservice to her and to her album to listen to it and then be a negative Nancy about it on the podcast. So like y'all love Taylor Swift, go enjoy. Not for me. Moving yeah, on. and I'm I'm kinda there too, but I like the hype around it just always gets me excited. Any big hype around an album will always be like, ooh, this is kind of fun. Like, Dude, I basically, and, I mean, in this particular scenario, I was like, oh, Ryan's going to do his homework. I'll show up before, before first period and copy it. Like that. <laughs> like, yes. he'll, he'll do the work. Yes. I don't need to. So. I think we each do that with different things. So that's funny. Yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah. Uh, you want me to take it? You want to take this one? Do it. Sure. Jack Harlow debut album. Um, it It was what I thought it would be. <laughs> the so, bears are who we thought they were. Yeah, the, they are who we thought they were. Uh, it's an album where the best songs on it were already released. Mm-hmm. Uh, his lyrically, he was repetitive and didn't do much for me throughout. Um, Bright spot, I think the lead single from it that we hadn't heard before. So obviously, we had already heard what's popping. We had already heard what's the other big Tyler one? Hero. Yeah, Tyler Harrow. Um, and then the next quote unquote lead single for it was way out featuring big Sean, which is good. I do like that song. Um, and the rest of it was forgettable in my opinion. I I actually kind of duped you. I texted Ryan and I was like, I know you're going to want to give up after a few songs. Make sure you listen all the way through. That confused the shit out of me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and the last three songs are like literally songs you've heard before. Two of them being the same song. And I was just like, I like, didn't hate it, but I didn't save a single song. But what's interesting is I didn't. I kind of have a similar opinion as you, but I'm not out on Jack Harlow. For some reason, I still like his vibe. I kind of like his corny bars, but yeah. they're like still kind of impressive with his wordplay and things. He's kind of like right in between the like, you're corny as shit, but you're kind of good. Like a less toned down little dicky and less talented little dicky. Yeah. But uh, he's also, I yeah, think. I know. I think I'm still in on him. If I had to I guess, I just. There's something about him. I feel like he is a little bit plugged into like hood culture. So. He he doesn't come off as comedic for me. I think he actually knows some of the shit that he's rapping about, which is, I mean, that's nice, I guess. Um, but it's just like, yeah, if we've heard all your best songs on your album way before your album was released, then it's like, eh, was it really that good of an album? No. Um, but yeah, I texted you. I was like, oh, dude, definitely give it like give it a chance. Listen all the way through, primarily because I was like, I <laughs> I had to sit and now. listen all the way through it, so I wanted you to as well. It's <laughs> hilarious. Um, it's hilarious. I thought Krim was fine. I thought Route sixty six was fine, but Route sixty six was fine primarily because of ESTG, who is a Louisville rapper that I actually like a lot. Um, very very mixtape, very underground. Not somebody that's like you're not gonna know who that person is, but his verse was good. <laughs> um, but yeah, just in general, I mean, it, it's. 
I don't really feel like it's a, I don't know. It didn't bother me by any means in terms of like, I didn't think it was a bad album. Like it wasn't a bad debut album, No, but it's, he can do better. And I think he, I think he probably will. So that's, that's, I think that's why we're not out on Jack Harlow yet is because this wasn't a great album, but you hear little verses or like bars where you're like, oh, okay, he, he's going to put something together at some point. He's 21, 22. Like give the kid yeah. a break. I so. agree. I agree. Uh, moving on. We've got Quinn XCX, one of our boys. Nope. Who just puts out a lot nope, of what? Not Quinn what XCX. Nope. Charlie XCX is a person. Quinn XCII or Quinn 92 oh, yeah, well, is who you're thinking that. of. Man, I'm embarrassed. Oh. Um, Quinn 92, our boy. <laughs> Not Charlie XCX. Hey. You hate her. Quinn 53, uh, our guy. <laughs> we love him so much. Uh, we know his name for sure. Roman numerals, man. They trip you up. Uh, has a new single. I first heard on like an uh, Instagram ad like two, three weeks before it came out. And I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, I like that. And I, I did, like, like that. didn't hear it anywhere for like two or three weeks. Uh, what I have to say about this song is it's adorable. And it's kind of fun and it's about it yeah i i also really like chelsea cutler so um i do too so this the the overall song yeah there's not really a lot to say if you like quinn 82 or if you like singer songwriter i I don't even know if i would necessarily call it pop it's poppy i guess it's pop it's pop okay hip hop hip hop that's a new genre i just created god i hate that (laughs) um give this a listen it's it's worth listening to and i think quinn 92 if you like this song at all go go see his entire discography we obviously talk about him quite a bit and we do know his real name so he's a perfect example of someone who has okay albums but great singles so 100 percent. there you go jack harlow yeah you can be like quinn uh what's next you want me to take this Did one? It's, it's this more. One? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I actually, it's funny because I went to put it in our playlist and you had already done it. So I was like, oh, look ha. at Ryan. Wow. Look at me. Um, Coco by 24 Karat Golden featuring DaBaby. It's, uh, it's just fun. It's just a it's fun. Mood 3.0. <laughs> yeah. It's it just, just keeps remaking mood. Yeah. It's just mood 3.0 with a different uh, chorus this time. So it's, no, it's just a fun song. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I have no other words for it. It's just a fun song to listen to. Yeah, literally, I knew we could talk a lot about the first two albums because the rest of these songs are like, this is a song. It's cute. <laughs> go, go listen. Yeah, this is Next a cute one. song. Enjoy. Yeah, it's kind of feel about it too. DaBaby with another verse. DaBaby and Lil Baby just making music out their ass this year. <laughs> Do you want me just to roll yeah, through sure. the next two because they're the exact same? Yeah. Two, two other fun songs that you can go listen to <laughs> are Go Up by Fetty Wap. That's right. Fetty Wap. You heard me. This is not 2002. 10 13 what did we say uh whenever Actually, he Fetty was Wap's, Fetty Wap's name 14, is like 15. the name of something I know I really liked but when I listen to it now it's like not the nostalgia in my head it's like something like Gushers like when I hear Gushers I'm yeah. like fuck those are awesome yeah and I have a bag of Gushers I'm like this is all in my sticky teeth. and I don't really I wish hell? I just thought of Gushers and didn't yeah. listen to Gushers so go listen to Go Up by Fetty Gushers um Fetty Gushers, that's a it's an enjoyable song and then Mulatto who is actually a lot of people so the the next song I should clarify is by the artist named Mulatto <laughs> uh featuring Lil Baby it's called Sex Lies um a lot of people are touting that Mulatto is like one of the best younger rappers coming out of the south I don't love her truthfully um but from time to time, she has songs, and I, I think this is also just a good, fun song to go listen to. Your thoughts on this one? This might be... I don't know if you love this one. No, I kind of liked it. The beat was very, like, 90s. Yeah. Like, with that, like, strumming guitar kind of... And I like that. And I actually like Lil Baby when he's not like... And he's, like, a little more, like... 
I don't know, has some sort of different flow. Yeah. And that's kind of how this was. So You like him when he's not nursery rhyme, baby? Yeah. It's like every time I hear that's what, that's that's what I hear. Yeah, I mean, oh. I think it, I think in general she is a pretty good artist, and I, I understand why there's hype surrounding her. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't love her sound, I think is what it is, which is, it's all good. Yeah, I think, like, for some reason, I just enjoy most female rappers. Like, I like Chica. I kind of like this. I like Flo from, uh, Bleh. and, uh, Bleh. what's her name? I literally forgot Make the Stallion. Bleh. Yeah, Make the Stallion. Bleh. Like, I like her flow and stuff. I don't know. So you're a sexist. Other than, like, Cardi B. I never really like Cardi B. You hate men. B. Yeah, wow. I do, yeah. I mean, we're a pro-women podcast. We'll be the first people to tell you that. Yeah, that's for sure. Cool. Well, moving on. Let's. Uh, that's the end of new music. So thanks so much. Go find those in the playlist. Uh, we're now going to pop into top three A to Z with the letter P. So if you haven't heard the podcast before, what this is is essentially taking your three favorite songs from every letter. If you had to put them into a playlist or onto an iPod or onto your phone or whatever the hell you use to listen to music, and that was your only source of listening to music for the rest of your life, what three songs would you pick from each letter? So we're on P. I believe, if if I remember correctly, you said this is the first one, the Mm -hmm. only one so far where you get to go first in choosing your song. Yes, this is it. And... Do you, do you know what song I'm going to choose? I have a feeling I know what song you're going to choose, and it's in what my song? it's in my three. So, what song am I going to choose? Is it Pursuit of Happiness? No. Oh. It's Power by Kanye. Oh, okay, cool. Power is above and beyond my favorite Kanye song. Just gets me so hype. Interesting. Like I, I need that. Need that in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought of it so early too. Just like P, because I'm thinking of like, oh, I want to conserve Kanye songs. I don't want too many. Need power. Love okay. power. Cool. I, I mean, I love power too. It's not, I actually didn't even have it in my honorable mentions. Imagine that. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think I listened to it way too much. You know, when I was in like the eighth and ninth grade when I, cause did I tell you right the story? Before you're about to like bench 180 for the first time. <laughs> I just made up a bench number. Is that yeah. a lot? I don't know. I mean, it's for an eighth grader. I'm, I'm yes, it's a lot, I suppose. So then it was a good, um, thanks man. Yeah. Silly. Good, good joke. Really liked that. Um, no, I used analogy. to listen to this before baseball games always, but, uh, yeah. So, Power, I think I over-listened to it when it was popular, and so now it's it's engraved in my mind as a too many times type of what song. What if a baseball game breaks out on this island? Then, yeah, I you guess I, I'm not going to be ready. <laughs> I'm going to be listening to Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi, which is <laughs> <laughs> which is my first song. Um, Pursuit of Happiness is, is arguably Kid Cudi's corniest song, but it's so good. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes corny can be good. Yeah. I don't think those things are mutually exclusive that Corny has to be. Bad. I looked through my list and I didn't have a Kid Cudi song. And I was like, okay, well, this will work. That's true. That's true. Uh, man, I just don't feel good about the rest of my five. No, P is not a great letter, let's be honest. No, but like every time we say that, people are like, what do you mean? We got every I, song in the sun in P. I thought of one ridiculous one that I might just do off the cuff. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to do it. Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the News. Sure, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Because uh, <laughs> I like l- always look through these songs, and I always pick songs that are like seven years old, and I'm like, damn it, I gotta know some song that's older than. I'm like, with you. Seven I, I get in old. that. I get in that a lot because I'm like, there's a, there's a song on here. I'm like, I didn't end up taking it, but it's in my honorable mentions, and I'm like, I can't do it. If the recency bias is such a real thing when it comes to music, I know, I know. All right, what we got next? Oh yeah, it's my turn, isn't it? it is um, the next one is actually my, my favorite from the letter P, but I just already alluded to Pursuit of Happiness. So I, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, 
is Public Service Announcement by Jay-Z. That's mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite Jay-Z songs of all time. It's it's arguably the reason why the Black Album is my favorite Jay-Z album of all time. Um, so Public Service Announcement. Please leave. I'm not going to say the actual <laughs> lyrics because, again, don't want to get sued. But That was such a good preview. I'm just so interested now. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Okay. Yeah, my name is... Really like. Oh, sorry. This one I really like. But like the begin, it's an EDM song, and the beginning of it is like, it's just like waiting for it to happen for like forty five seconds. So if you're just getting pissed off by it, just skip like maybe to a minute. It's uh, Pompeii by Bastille, but the Audion remix, and it and it slaps. I think most people are going to enjoy it. But again, the beginning is made for DJs, not for the casual listener. So it just gives you. Just to like, you know, get yourself ready for the song. So that's it. Cool. It's a good one though. All right. I think you might enjoy it. Or you're gonna hate it, like most things. You, oh, think, is that I, all you think I hate most things? No, I go again, because remember you went first this time. Oh yeah. But Man, what, my brain is hold gone on really today. quick. You, you think I hate most things? Uh what is no. most? Like percentage wise. <laughs> all right. I mean my, most uh, is fifty one percent and I think that's yeah, probably, probably yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You have strong opinions on everything. You either love something, you're like, nope, nope, not for me. Out, nope. But but you and I can both agree that usually when I feel that way about a person, I end up being right. Yeah, that's fair. I can think of five or seven <laughs> top of my head. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. My last song that starts with P is actually Preoccupied by John Bellion. This is the song. Ooh, I was thinking about that one. Yeah, this is the song that made me fall in love with John Bellion for the first time. Um, and also just also probably recency bias. He did his virtual concert <laughs> last Thursday. And uh, according to Goldfish. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, like song. Like, What's wow. the last song I heard? Oh, that's one sick. <laughs> I, I spend no time researching for this. So there's so many songs I probably would love way more on my iPod, but it's okay. Um, but yeah, it, apparently based on the poll that I put out for last Thursday, if any of you were going to that concert as well with me virtually, none of you are. So really enjoyed seeing you guys there. Thanks so much. <laughs> There's um, two or three people. But it was super dope. I really enjoyed it. And that John sounds Billion, great. John Billion is someone who is always going to be very talented that just will like make every song people like and be in the background of the music industry his whole life, but he'll just never get that like notoriety that will probably make him like be like, ah, I made it. Probably. Which kind of sucks. But if you know, you know. Like if you are if you are a fan of John Bellion, you're like he may be the most musically talented person in the history of the world, and people are like. But yeah. almost at the same time, it's kind of fun because he could probably go to most places and not like have his like day get interrupted. Like a yeah, he times. actually. So I, I paid for the concert and the VIP experience afterwards. Of like a he played like versions of songs that he is um, like given to people, right? So like, mm. um, Holy is the the most recent one that you would know by Justin Bieber. Yeah. Um, he also did. Monster. graveyards by halsey um a few yeah. other he, he did like his first versions of those songs and played them on his thing and he was talking afterwards about how like he always gives he's like the only way that he feels comfortable giving it to someone is if he thinks that if he put it out it would be a hit he's like i'm not going to give them my subpar work he's like i'm not going to he's not i'm not going to underutilize what they do and the way that he described it was is if he feels like a song has the power to make change or to make a moment or to have an impact or to help people he's perfectly comfortable giving it to someone like justin bieber 
because of Justin Bieber's platform. It's going to reach mm-hmm. more people, and he's comfortable with that because he knows that the song is bigger than him. And like, I was like, that's such a cool mentality to have when making music. That is really cool. And additionally, he was talking about how like fame is not something that's ever appealed to him. It's never something he's really thought about or tried to chase after. It's just not for him. So um, his his segment in the music industry is so fucking cool, and he's so fucking cool. So Yeah. The, the first time I listened to his um, And the Writer Is, it's a podcast that yeah. talks about the singer-songwriters, man, blew my mind. He's just so... Yeah, I, that's the first time I ever knew like how songwriting actually works. That like Justin Bieber doesn't write any of his own songs. <laughs> like that blew my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just think there's something about him that really resonates with me as an artist. I think we we've, we've talked about it a lot of times when like when artists make plays or make music strictly based on what's going to be the most impactful to their pocketbook or to their fan fandom or their fame or whatever that's so unappealing to me and not artistic at all so the fact that he literally makes pretty much every move in his career polar opposite of that is it just resonates with me so yeah and i i definitely feel the same way but i feel like sometimes it's unfair to think that way because it is a business like sure. who says you can't be in music just to make a shit ton of money and if yeah, it works fine you're really good at your job yeah and I've, I've always said that too it's just for me the artists that resonate with me the most are like the starving like um I don't know, just like have have a chip on their shoulder and like hustle for it as opposed to just make the money moves. So Yeah. No, anyway, totally I'll get off my soapbox. No, that was fun. That's what that's why we like soapboxes, because you know, they're fun. Um and clean. Pass the ox. And clean. Very, very clean. Uh pass the ox. We're gonna pick three songs. Kyle and I usually pick completely different <laughs> songs, and today is no different. Um mine is just they really, I don't have much to say about them. I don't know why we picked a whole podcast where we don't have things to say about our songs. But it's just like when you walk outside and it's just really cold and you're probably stressed. Maybe like you had a long day of work and it's probably dark at fucking 345 because I hate the winter. And you're just like, take a, just a nice deep breath of freezing cold air. And it's like, ah, that kind of felt good. But then three minutes later, you're like, it's fucking cold and I want to go inside. So it's that, that nice cold when you first get outside. And it's just a few indie songs I really enjoy. And I didn't realize we have another John Belaine song here. That's a nice segue. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, Real Love Baby by Father John Misty, Coins by Local Natives, and Blue Acoustic by John Belaine. So just just some nice wintry songs. We can't just overload you with hip-hop and EDM all the time. we got to give you some some nice, cool breaths to listen to. Yeah, and speaking of nice, cool breaths, My Past yeah. the Ox is strictly hip-hop. What's my name? <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those who are in tune with like the boxing world, there was a huge fight. I can't remember exactly when it was. I think two weeks ago at this point, but I had kind of put together the idea for this past the ox thinking we might do a podcast last week. Um, Mike Tyson made his reappearance in the ring boxing Roy Jones Jr., a fight that was 17 years overdue, one that they wanted to do, and then Mike Tyson declined at the time. So now they did a quote-unquote exhibition, just meaning that it's not like going to go on their record of fighting. Um, it was dope. I really enjoyed it, and it got me super hyped up and put me fully back into the world of boxing. So um, boxing has been kind of boring lately. Hot take. Not really a hot take. Pretty much everyone says so that. My, uh, do you want to guess what I thought? So I listened to the oh, three yeah, songs yeah, sure. and I guessed. Well, do you want me to clarify thought, and say what it is first and then you can say what it is? So I, I chose okay, yeah. my, my past the ox is walkout songs before a boxing match. So like what you hear <laughs> a boxer walk out to. But what so did the, you think it was? <laughs> so the visual in my head is like you just got a raise or something or like promoted to CEO where now you actually have like a 
an office like with a closed door that like kind of is soundproof and you're just blaring these three songs <laughs> and it's just like the people like the peasants outside are just like working and you're just like going nuts like I'm like, a boss yeah I'm in here <laughs> all right Whoa, that's Rick hilarious <laughs> all right so the three songs and then I'll tell you what fighters they were from like oh. fighters have actually walked out to these songs um, oh, so cool. I had to start with Mike Tyson obviously what's my name by DMX is a song that he had walked out to for some of his bigger fights Floyd Mayweather uh, usually walked out to I'm a Boss by Meek Mill featuring Rick Ross and then Better Watch Yourself by Problem is what I walked out to when I was boxing so there you go <laughs> this is just the uh, what did Kylus knew while playing sports podcast <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's where my I think my love for music and my love for sports always went hand in hand so like they they kind of in terms of big sports moments, like, yeah, I'm sounding like a real glory days motherfucker right now, but in terms of big moments, in terms of competition, music always went hand in hand with those. So, yeah, in a similar vein, when I ran cross country, you can tell in the tone of my voice that was bye boy baseball. Um, That's what you always played. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like. I was at like a state cross country meet where I was probably the worst runner there, but my team was good. <laughs> and how it works in cross country is your two of your end runners just don't matter. They're just tiebreakers and they don't matter. Nice. So I was like, God damn it, I need to get like so hyped. These kids are gonna go out like four minute miles and I'm just gonna be like going what's normally fast, but not for these psychopaths. So I'm listening to like Backstreet Freestyle by Kendrick Lamar, sure. like every like deep just like get nuts song and i think i finished last like out of the whole but you were hype (laughs) i did the best i could (laughs) kendrick lamar can only do so much these little green bean legs i have but you know i tried i tried but point being those uh those three songs you listen to them you'll know why fighters listen to them before they fight they definitely will get you amped up so yeah i listen to them in my family room getting ready for this podcast so it's like you almost punched cast in the face Oh, <laughs> uh, that's Woo. so funny. Yeah, yeah. So, so hype. We got from a cool breath of winter air to like beat the shit out of somebody. <laughs> so, somebody's going to be skipping three songs. Yeah. We don't know which, uh, which people you're doing. Or six, it, I guess. Yeah, or all of them. Just like, you, you might know, just I'm not somewhere in the this, middle. Though, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, ladies and germs. Well, thanks for having us once again in your earballs and go listen to our playlist, which, you know, it's pretty good. Actually, you should probably go listen to Kid Cudi's album, Taylor Swift's album, before you listen to our playlist, because, you know, half the songs are just songs. So if you're yeah. looking for just songs, listen to the just songs. If you're looking for nice, cohesive albums, go do that. We'd love to hear your thoughts on everything. I know uh, a lot of people have their takes on these two artists and these two albums, so slide in our DMs at CarPartyPod on Instagram. Um, and that's all I, all I have. Kyle? Yeah? What would you like to tell the people today? You want me- uh, you, do you have a do you have a story or anything? We out.